0: It's okay. Day. I'm staying busy tied up enough so I don't have to wonder where is he got so sick of crying The content that everyone gets just disappears soon as the sun sets. He's fierce in my dreams, seizing my thoughts. He, he flirts me with dread. Self-punisher, he swims in my eyes by the bed. Pouring myself over him.
1: If you didn't know that already, that was Amy Winehouse. Uh, probably one of my favorite uh, artists of all time. Uh, she was an amazing musician. Uh, me and my wife just love her music. Uh, we actually went to go see a cover band of Amy Winehouse here in Las Vegas when we first moved here. Uh, it's called the Winehouse Experience. Uh, if you ever look it up, uh, Winehouse Experience, uh, they're the lead singer is almost a spitting image of when Amy Winehouse and sh- sings just like her and does all the songs and it's a, ama- it's an amazing show. Um, they do a lot of gigs in California, but they did do one here in Las Vegas. Uh, but Amy Winehouse, uh, English singer, songwriter, uh, she was known for her deep, expressive uh, vocals, her uh, electric mix of musical genres, including soul, uh, sometimes labeled as blue eyed soul or neo soul. Uh, rhythm and Blues, Jazz, uh, Winehouse's debut album, Frank, 2003 was a critical success in the UK and was nominated for the Mercury Prize. Her follow-up album, Back to Black, I want to say something about Back, Back to Black, amazing album. If you don't have that that album by Amy Whitehouse, Back to Black, you need to pick it up because you'll pop in that CD or download the album and you won't have to skip one song all the songs and there are amazing. Um, their back to black album led to five 2008 Grammy awards, tying the then record for the most wins by a female artist in a single night and made her the first British woman to win five Grammys, uh, including three general field, big four Grammy awards, best new Artist, record of the year and song of the year. Like again, back to black album, Amy Winehouse, amazing album um unfortunately uh like if you guys know Amy Winehouse and you guys know her story, Amy Winehouse died of alcohol poisoning July 23rd 2011 has it been that long 2011 at the age of 27 uh her album back to Black uh posthumously became for a time the UK's best-selling album of the 21st century. Um, She is now in the infamous 27 Club. And if you guys don't know this 27 Club, uh, famous people who've died at the age of 27. Um, I can't name them all, but I think it was Jimi Hendrix, Amy Winehouse, um, Kurt Cobain, and I believe Janet Joplin. And I know there's others too, but I can't remember right now. But the infamous 27 Club. Um, I wish she was still alive because she would have made amazing, amazing music, but uh, just an amazing artist all around. And uh, that's my uh, musical artist of the week. And uh, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk eBay. I'm your host, Johnny, with Sin City Hustlers, and this is my first podcast of the year. Um, it's been a while. I know um, I've really, really been working on my business, eBay, and now i just started Amazon, so it's really been keeping me busy. Um, but I do miss doing the podcast. Um, I just haven't had time to do the podcast you know looking for resellers to interview and putting you know all my segments together and it's just takes up a lot of time and i'm trying not to make this an excuse but you know i do work full-time at a at a casino here in las vegas if you don't know my my podcast already i do work full-time i'm ebay part-time and now i'm doing amazon so i my schedule is really full so you know i I'm trying to get these podcasts out as much as possible. Um, I love doing the podcast. I love interviewing other resellers and having them talk about their journey. But um, this is my first podcast of the year, and right now I don't even know what episode of this podcast is. But um, this week we're gonna we're gonna have a reseller on uh, my first interview of the year. He uh, goes by the nickname of Jotaro, and his Instagram handle is. Hustlehead Nation. Really cool guy. Really uh, fun to talk to and he's got a great reselling story. Uh, We're going to go over my weekly sales and we're going to go over um, uh, eBay News and uh, we're going to switch it up this year. Uh, Instead of doing weird listing of the week, uh, we're going to switch it up and do like uh, eBay tips of the week or eBay tips. Uh, I will do a uh, weird listing of the week if I do find an interesting listing. But uh, I feel like if I educate you guys on eBay, uh, I've been doing eBay for a year now. Um, I'm not the most experienced eBay seller, but I'm getting there. Um, again, I'm no guru, I'm no professional seller. Um, and I've only been doing this for a year. So, you know, all these, these tips I get is from researching. Uh, other like articles and stuff that I find that I find that are gonna help you sell on ebay So it would be uh, ebay tips of the week But first uh, first things first, let's get on with the uh, interview with uh, Jotaro uh, Hustlehead nation is Instagram and let's talk to him right now and let's, let's get him on Hello hello Jotaro hey how's it going man hey we got it to work
2: yeah
1: <laughs> finally it, uh, yeah it's it wasn't your end it was the it's the app and the anchor app is super super glitchy so i mean there's there's other interviews i've done where we had to restart over and do it over again because the app is it's just it's just really bad <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so how are you this morning
2: I'm great, man. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for coming on, man. I, I appreciate it. You're actually my first guest of the new year, so.
2: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, where do you uh, where do you live?
2: Uh, I'm out in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. The East
1: Coast. So you're like super East Coast.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> where are you? I'm in Las Vegas. Oh, Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Before we get started, um, I just saw your Insta story and where you bought the uh blues brothers statues yeah yeah that was pretty cool where did you end up getting those?
2: so uh, there's this one thrift store that i go into maybe like three or four times a week because it's like a block away from me and um i saw it in the window and they had it priced at 150 and typically that thrift store when they know they have nice items, they'll find it on eBay for like 200 and they'll, they'll knock off 50 bucks and sell it. So I usually ignore it, but I really liked it. So I looked it up and there were comps for the the exact same statues for 2,500, 600, 400. So I'm like, okay, I got to get this. It's probably the most ex- high ticketed item that I've bought to flip.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've ever bought anything that expensive yet. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a little bit of a gamble, and I, I feel like I'm going to probably sit on it for a couple months, but um,
1: for that return, I'm okay with that. Yeah, with the, with those profit margins, yeah, I would definitely, it's not going to be a fast sell. I hope, you know, hope, you hope it sells fast, but right, you, right. you know it's going to sit for a minute, but even even so, you know, it's the profit margins alone are enough to just, you know, let it sit there and let people see it and think about buying it.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, are you fairly new to reselling or have you always known about reselling?
2: So, um, I've, I started reselling on and off throughout college. Um, mostly when I was in college, I would get, you know, random stuff for free and I knew it was worth money. So I'd list listed on eBay. And then, um, last is probably around May. I was in a Staples and they had these JanSport backpacks for like five bucks and they're normally like $90. So I pretty much bought them all out. Um, and it took about three months to, to actually start moving. And, and I was freaking out around July cause I'm like, I bought all these backpacks and they're just sitting there not thinking like everybody's, you know, it's, it's, it's not, you know, school time. So nobody's buying backpacks. And then, you know, around August, they started flying and that's kind of when I got addicted to it. Um, but I'd say I started taking it seriously
1: around November. Okay. And are you uh are you a full-time reselling or are you do it part-time?
2: Uh, I would say part-time reseller, full-time hustler. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I uh I have a bunch of little side hustles. Um one of my main other ones is uh, I'm a videographer and a photographer. Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh I just I was looking at your Instagram and Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you have a, do you have a YouTube channel?
2: I do. Um, I, I just started that this year. Um, I have one tutorial right now. Um, it kind of teaches you how to pack a snow globe safely. And then I'm about to drop the second video in a couple days. And it's more, uh, about how I source my bobbleheads. I sell a lot of the the sports bobbleheads. Uh, Um, so it's, you know, tips on how I find them.
1: Oh, nice. So basically your YouTube channel's uh just based around, you know, sourcing and and reselling and
2: yeah, it, it's it's going to be yeah, teaching people how to do this. That's
1: that's cool. Um who uh was there somebody that influenced you to start reselling or just something you just kind of fell into?
2: Um so I I in around November, I I was watching one of uh Gary V's trash talk episodes. And that's really kind of what lit the fire to make me start taking it seriously in November. Um, yeah, honestly, Gary V
1: nice. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, most resellers, uh, either eBay or Amazon, whatever platform you're selling on, they, they know who Gary V is. If you like, if you don't know who Gary V is, then you should look up Gary V because <laughs> he is very influential when it comes to, to reselling and stuff like that. So I, you know, I discovered him, um, I think it was Reezy Resells put up a video of his, like a short video of him uh talking at a conference or or something like that. And that's what got me into listening to Gary B. And um he's he's really cool. I like I just love his style, you know, the way he, he just doesn't hold back and, and he's very blunt and honest about everything. So he's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I I, I always listen to his podcast and I kind of find it like reaffirms or like it keeps me motivated so I like i i always have his podcast on
1: yeah <laughs> um what are your uh, what are your goals as far as reselling
2: you know um i kind of hit my goal last month for what i wanted to do that month and this month i'm trying to double it and honestly it's going well um i didn't think it was going to go as well as it is um and so I'm just honestly going to take it as far as I can. I really don't have any specific numbers. I did have a goal where I, I was like, I want to get to 500 listings on eBay. And um, then what started happening, I noticed that I was starting to buy things that was more of a gamble versus like, oh, I know this is going to sell. And yeah. that's when I, I scrapped that goal. And I was like, you know what? Don't worry about the number. Just focus on finding quality items. Um, so that's, that's it, man. You know, I want to get out to, uh, thrift stores probably four times a week and make sure I I'm only getting quality items. And, um, as far as the Instagram and YouTube, it's crazy. I I only have like 90 followers on Instagram, but out of those nineties, uh, followers, I get maybe frequent DMs from five of those people asking for advice and stuff. And I think that's really cool being that I'm not the most veteran reseller. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just I just want to keep pushing everything and see how far I can take it.
1: Well, your your Instagram actually, you know, even though it seems like you're new on Instagram, you only have like 90 some followers, but um, your Insta stories, and, and you seem really knowledgeable about stuff. So, you know, a lot of resellers have been reselling for a while, but they just finally pick up on social media and then they start, you know, showing off their hauls or giving advice and stuff like that. So your Instagram comes off like, like you're a veteran reseller, you know, like you've been doing this for a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate that feedback, man. That's awesome.
1: Um, How can people find you on social media?
2: Uh, So on Instagram, I'm Hustlehead Nation. And then on Twitter, I'm Hustlehead,
1: the number four and then life. Okay. And are you the same handle on YouTube?
2: I don't have enough subscribers on YouTube to have a handle. So... Once I get to a thousand subscribers, it will be Hustlehead Nation
1: and what is it right now? uh, it's numbers, whatever youtube oh that like gives you like a default number they give you
2: yeah, you can't <laughs> customize it until you get enough subscribers, so okay, yeah, you know, I'm one zero zero one zero one whatever <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a prison number, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um what uh if uh you're kind, you're not i mean. You've been selling for a while, but not that long. I've been selling for just the, I think I just came come to a year. it would be four days, four days from now. Oh, awesome. It would be a year for me, but uh, anybody who's on, I always, this is what my podcast is based around is new sellers and people who are on the fence are not sure if they want to resell. So um, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about reselling, but isn't sure?
2: Uh, I would say, honestly, start on YouTube. YouTube is just incredible. Like, I taught myself photography and videography on YouTube. Once I started taking this seriously, I watched a lot of Rally routes, um, and, and just see what they're buying. And then just go out to the thrift store and actually try it out. You know, start with 20 bucks and see if you can find one good item that you can flip. Because, um, like, I find that the, most people, they're just, like, nervous about, going into a thrift store and, you know, they, they really don't know what they're looking for. So just start on YouTube and then just pick a day and just go to a thrift store and try to find something good and just, just start.
1: Yeah. That was, that was actually me about a year ago when I first started, you know, I walked into a thrift store and I'm like, well, where should I start? You know? So, <laughs> you know, after a while you begin to, to find, kind of find your, your niche and you, you know exactly where you want to go as far as thrifting um, a lot of resellers that I've interviewed before they're they stick to one niche, you know, I sell nothing but t-shirts or I sell nothing but dresses, you know, or women's clothing, or I do nothing but hard goods, you know? So, I mean, if you're an eBay seller and I pretty much try to sell anything that I can flip, you know, so I, I'll spend hours in a thrift store, you know, there's some yeah. thrifters that, that say I'll spend about 30 minutes in each thrift store. Cause I'll hit about, you know, six to 10 thrift stores in a day, you know? You because, know, it's, it's funny because they I, only have that that niche, you know, so they don't spend that much time.
2: It's it's funny because like I'll go into a thrift store, and next thing you know, like I'm like, oh, I've been here for three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's what. <But> <laughs> like, it, it's honestly, it's honestly fun because my main thing is nostalgia. You know, what brings me back to my childhood, and then you know, I just dump everything to into a cart, and then at the end, I'm just like looking up. Okay, is this actually worth something? But um, the part two to my advice because I have two friends that um, started doing this is actually listed on eBay. They've gone out, they've bought a bunch of stuff and then now they're just sitting on it. And I don't know if they're scared and out like, okay, I finally bought something, but now I don't know how eBay works, So I'm scared to do that. You got to actually list that. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> definitely true. Because before, I think before, I think my advice would, would be before you even start thrifting, um, going to thrift stores and stuff like that is find stuff around your house that maybe you don't use or don't want anymore. And just see if you can, you know, flip that and then start out with that, you know, and the first thing you gotta do is sign up for eBay, you know, just sign up for eBay, make sure you got an account all ready to go and then start listing. Here's the question, uh, (laughs) turning the tables on you,
2: uh, besides eBay, are you on any other, um, uh selling apps
1: um i am on uh offer up uh which i rarely sell anything on offer up and i just uh, i don't know if you saw my instagram uh, i just sent my first fba shipment the other day oh i did i did see that yeah so yes i am starting on amazon uh i did upgrade my account to a professional sellers account so i want to see how that goes and uh, my shipment hasn't arrived yet. So, but <laughs> I'm always checking my tracking. Is it, is it there yet? Is it there yet? No, it's not there yet.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But uh, it's funny though, cause I was looking at what I sent in. I sent in 19 uh, items. There's it actually books, 19 books. And I would remember almost a year ago when I first started listing, I, my first listings were 19 listings. So I thought that was funny to me.
2: <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm. I actually really want to get started with Amazon pretty soon, and it'll be cool because um, out here in DC, we're actually Amazon moving one of their headquarters out here, so
1: they're they're going to be
2: our neighbors now.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, Vegas almost had the Amazon headquarters here, but I guess that we were in the running with other uh, cities, and I guess we got beat out by another city. So there would have been a warehouse here in Las Vegas, but. Maybe sometime in the future. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, uh, my other question, I think I pretty much asked – oh, one more question. Um, What is your daily routine as far as thrifting and reselling?
2: So I pretty much um, have – well, first off, I I take care of any orders that came in while I was asleep. And then I pretty much have a a bunch of thrift stores that I – you know, right, today I'm going to go to these four and then tomorrow I'll go to those four. So I, you know, just get up and go, um, hit up those stores and come back and list unless I have a, a gig somewhere. And, you know, I, it's funny how many times I show up to gigs with a carload of, you know, <laughs> stuff from the thrift store. But <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. I'm, I'm just uh, really disciplined. So I make sure that I'm, I'm always keeping the same thrift stores in rotation, um, and always looking for new thrift stores. One one thing that's amazing is how many church thrift stores there are, and they're just not listed on Google or anything. And, you know, somehow I find out about them, and that's where you find the best deals. But, you know, just, just being disciplined and, you know, following through with everything you have to do.
1: Yeah, I'm the same I'm the same way. I'm, I mean, here in Las Vegas, we got like, you know, 10,000 thrift stores. But, you know, most of them are Savers or, or Goodwill or Salvaged Army. But, um, there's always these little kind of little mom and pop thrift stores that always pop up and and like you said, they don't show up on Google, but you know if you drive around you'll you'll find them and there's there's like a ton of them here in Las Vegas, so it's like endless <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah I mean I'm always looking out for for thrift stores, and especially here in Las Vegas, where it doesn't really rain that much, even though it's rained for the past couple of days um there's no over here in Las Vegas, there's no like garage sale season there's always oh, a garage really? sale so every weekend there you'll see signs for garage sales so I always try to hit those up when I can but um there's there's always a garage sale somewhere so you know I think
2: Man, where I live awesome.
1: yeah where I live I can utilize a, a lot of of sourcing and, and thrifting you know if it, if there's if it's dry at a thrift store I can always go to a garage sale if the garage sales are dry I go back to a thrift store or something like that you know so yeah, there's there's always awesome. stuff to source here
2: I, you know, I find my best deals at garage sales. Like w- one of, one of my best ones was, um, I bought a Tamagotchi still in the original packaging from 2004 for like two bucks and it sold for 105 or I think a hundred on, on eBay nice. and it sold within like two weeks yeah. and, and like hands down all my best thrifts are, are definitely garage sales.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. I love those quick flips, man. I, I, I flipped a, uh a vintage uh, the Smith's t-shirt. I don't know if you saw on my Instagram. And um, I had just listed it. Like minutes within the listing when active, it sold for $119. Oh, wow. So I bought the t-shirt for like $2. And I listed it high because most of the vintage Smith's uh, t-shirts were going for really good. So um, 100, I put 119 which seemed fair. And within minutes, someone bought it. And I'm like, wow. I was like scratching my head. I was just like, maybe I priced it too low if it went that fast. (laughs) Maybe I should have priced it a little higher, but no, man, it was a quick flip. It was great. I love that. I wish all my sales could be that way. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, that's pretty much it, man. Um, Thanks for being on the show. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, no problem. Um, Like I said in my last podcast, when I did my uh, best of uh, uh, let's talk eBay, uh, you know, I get, more no's than i do yeses for interviews um a lot of people have uh, social media accounts but every time i i kind of message them and ask them if they want to come on they're like no not really i don't feel comfortable you know being interviewed and i'm like oh, okay no problem you know you know i'll just you know thanks for your time you know but uh i do appreciate the the like you and other resellers that i've interviewed that come on and and say yes and they want to talk about their journey as a reseller so Thank you for coming on and thank you for being on the podcast and I appreciate it. And uh just keep on hustling out there, man. I'll see you on Instagram. Good. All right, sounds good, man. All right, thank Take you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Now it's time to go over my eBay sales of the week. Uh let's see, let me click on here. Um sales are pretty good. Uh, My sales in January were actually better than the past couple months. Um, Well, that's because of, you know, I wasn't really taking care of my store, which was a reason why my podcast wasn't coming out like usual, like once a week, but I'm not going to get into that right now. (laughs) Let's get into my sales. Um, First one was uh, actually, had been in my store for a while. It's a Chef's Choice Professional 100 Diamond Home Sharpener. Uh, Chrome looking, really cool sharpener. I was actually going to send this into Amazon when I was going to start to do Amazon instead of eBay. And um, it was uh, selling pretty well on Amazon. And I don't remember the ranking, but I ended up not sending it into Amazon. And ended up uh, listing on eBay and it sat there for months. Uh, had it up for like 79, then dropped it down to 69, 59, had it down to 49. Finally sold it for 39. Um, put in a, it fit easily into a, a medium flat rate uh box and I sent it out and I finally got rid of it. I just got tired of seeing it in my store. Um, but it was a sh- uh, Chef Choice Professional Home Sharpener. And, and that's one of the things I, I really didn't do my research as far as eBay comps or how, you know, comps, you know, how, how many were selling them, you know, a day or a month. It was just, I, I don't remember looking it up at all. I just remember just listing it and hopefully it would sell. And it finally did finally got rid of it. And, you know, good riddance to that thing. So um, next up is, <laughs> sorry. I feel I sound so angry, don't I? Maybe it's because I haven't done a podcast in a while. I'm like, man, I need to get these podcasts out. Um, next up is Reebok UFC Conor McGregor uh, short sleeve fighter jersey. Uh, fighter jersey is one of those those jerseys they wear when they come out to the octagon, I guess. I'm not really a UFC guy, but uh, it was pretty cool. Picked it up. Um, where did I pick it up? I think it was Goodwill. Uh, it was listed for like $3, $2, $3. Comps were really good. It's Conor McGregor, really well known fighter for UFC. Um, really cool looking jersey. Sold it for $17.59. Uh, had it listed for, because I run sales in my store like constantly. So, you know, when you go on eBay, you'll see the little uh, line crossed out of the original price and then with the sale price. You know, I have that constantly going in my store. Um, sold it for 17.59 dollars um, 59 really lightweight jerseys they didn't didn't uh, weigh that much maybe a few ounces and I shipped it off to its new home uh really cool so um, all these that I talk about I'm gonna put on my Instagram not only can you hear what I'm talking about and what I sold you are able to see what I, what I was talking about next up is a really cool vintage uh I think you call it Sophie or Sophie uh you uh, United States Marine Corps uh pullover crew neck uh sweater uh long sleeve really cool looking looks like one of those those ones that if you were in the marine corps or you were going through boot camp uh they give you these these ugly looking green uh sweaters you know they train in and everything so it was vintage made in the usa really cool as soon as i listed the uh the sweater i was getting a bunch of watchers and finally sold it for twenty three dollars and ninety nine cents. Um, I could have listed it a little higher looking at it back at it now. I'm actually looking at uh, comps lately for this sweater because when I sold it, I'm like, oh, 23 bucks. It's vintage. Um, there's other listings for these same sweater, and they're going for a little bit higher. And the funny thing is, as soon as I sold this one, I went to a Savers, you know, and I'm looking around, and I'm looking through the men's uh, sweaters, I find another one exactly the same one, different size. This one was a large, this one, uh, the new one I found was a medium and picked up another one. So I'm going to probably list that one a little bit higher and see if I can get a little bit more profit off of that sweater. So, um, this one actually went overseas to a Marine base. So ironically, and, um, sold it to that person over there. So it went over to the global shipping program and, um, I'm not sure if it's arrived yet. I have to check on that. It says it shipped out in January 11th, so we'll see. Uh, Sold the Harley Davidson T-shirt. I have a bunch of Harley Davidson T-shirts in my store right now. Been finding a whole bunch of the Goodwill and um, Harley Davidson uh, graphic T-shirt. You know, of course, it's got Harley Davidson in the front and everything. The cool thing about this T-shirt is it's distressed. It's manufactured distressed, so it looks stained and and bleached and like you know you've been Riding around your Harley Davidson with this t shirt on. So, sold it for $14.39. And um, it was a really quick flip. I only had it up for like a couple weeks. Uh, Next up is going to be uh, Nike. Nike Dry Fit uh, graphic uh, t shirt. Uh, Really cool t shirt. Uh, It says uh, Running Rebels, which is UNLV, you know, Las Vegas. College, uh, University of Las Vegas. Uh, it's got the Running Rebels logo on there. Or it says Running Rebels, and it has the Nike logo, of course. Sold this one pretty quick. Had it up for a couple weeks and sold it for uh, 19.99. dollars 99 And um, really cool. I almost kept it for myself. It's an extra large, so it may be a little too big for me. But I did sell it for 20 bucks, so it's off to its new home. Um, next up, is going to be a Majestic... Genuine merchandise um, New York Yankees Jersey found this at uh, savers did pay a little bit more than I usually would pay For a Jersey uh, I think I ended up paying like $10 for it. Maybe a little bit less. I'm not sure um, Paid uh, not paid uh, the buyer bought it for $27.99 um, I think yeah, I paid like 999 or something like that. So there's pretty good flip on that one uh had it up for like a month so it finally sold. I knew it was gonna sell. It's New York Yankees. It's a navy blue, um, a jersey. You know, it's like their their warm up jerseys. So uh, this one I've been having a lot of luck with. It's another T-shirt, Lucky Brand, and it has it's a graphic T-shirt, and sold it for fifteen ninety nine. And this is not the only one I've sold lately. Uh, I haven't been doing a podcast, but I've been selling a lot of Lucky Brand T-shirts. So if I would say a bolo. It would be lucky brand t-shirts. They're not the highest profit margin, but they sell fast. So I had this one up for maybe a week, sold it for $15.99, got it at uh, Goodwill for like a dollar or two. Maybe it was on sale for 99 cents Um, and sold it for $15.99. So it's it's good profit margin right there. Um, Next up is another Nike, I guess Air Jordan um, t-shirt. Kind of different looking. That's why I picked it up. Um it the graphic t-shirt has military blues on it, which I don't know what that means. And it has the Air Jordan logo, and it's got this weird graphic military blues in the front. And it has a couple graphic uh designs on the sleeve. And it was really cool. Really uh blue t-shirt, Air Jordan, and sold it pretty fast too. This one is only up for like maybe a week and sold uh, for $17.59, so pretty good flip on that one. Um, last uh, but not least, it's a Star Wars uh, sweater, a uh, woman's sweater. This one was up for my, in my store forever, forever. Um, my thought process, and I have a lot of Star Wars uh, merchandise or stuff in my store, <laughs> it it sat there forever it had a, a bunch of watchers and nobody made an offer nobody made an offer and i only had it up for 11 12 bucks or something like that I took a best offer of ten dollars because i wanted to get rid of it found it at the savers bins and yes uh, if you heard my podcast before savers does have a bins here it's really small not a lot of stuff sometimes and i'll, I'll go in there once in a great while Found this in there, Star Wars. I thought it was different because the woman's sweater says Star Wars, has a Star Wars, uh, uh like Star Wars, uh, movie poster on uh, printed on the front, and I sold it finally. Just wanted to get rid of it. It's been up there. It's an eyesore, and you know, I thought Star Wars stuff would would sell great because Star Wars and it's iconic, and but you know, looking at listings, <laughs> there's thousands of Star Wars stuff, so be wary about star wars uh, merchandise especially clothes it doesn't sell that great unless it's limited edition or vintage or something like that but just any old star wars stuff and you see the thrift stores i mean you guys know out there you guys see all these star wars t-shirts and stuff like that but it's reprints you know they look retro but they're not you know and that's the thing you know you know regurgitating retro looking stuff but it's actually new but um, that's pretty much it for my sales. Um, they're okay. Um, they're not like super uh, sales where I got like a big profit back on it, um, which I like because it's just steady sales. I- I'm getting now to the point where it's it's one, two, three sales a day and it's very rare that I won't get a sale a day. So, you know, a sale day for 30 days, that's 30 sales a day. So, um, I find it, 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 you know, uh, my listings are starting to go up, you know, I'm getting close to 600 listings, which I should be way over 600. I should be close to 800, I believe. But, you know, I started selling a lot of things and it's hard to keep replenishing your inventory if you sell nine, 10 things over the weekend and then you got to replenish it. So that's pretty much it for my sales of the week. And, um, Coming up next is uh, eBay News. Now it's time to get into some eBay news. Um, There's a couple articles that I want to talk about. Uh, One of them is off of ecommercebytes.com. Uh, bytes bytes haha anyway uh, um us uh, ps uh, hikes the uh posters hike uh it's gonna take effect january 27th uh ebay did put out an advisory but i if i got it i get hundreds of things from ebay so i'd never almost never check it on my uh emails uh, eBay advised sellers about the United States Postal Service postage rate increase coming January 27th. The eBay shipping calculator and the eBay labels are updating as rate changes take effect. Uh, make sure you adjust shipping prices on your active listings accordingly. Uh, for sellers who use its shipping calculator, eBay advises them to review your listings for accurate postage weights and measurements. Your listings will show the new rates automatically once they take effect. Not everyone opts to use the eBay shipping calculator to have their listings displayed, which is true. Um, there's several different options for shipping. You know, for me to have a top, I'm the top, uh, I'm a top-rated uh, seller, but to be able to be a top-rated seller, you need to offer, uh, I think it's one-day handling time, and offer uh, free shipping and free returns. So there's different variations as far as shipping and in people, a lot of sellers charge for shipping. Uh, for example, some sellers charge a flat rate shipping fee on their listings for those sellers. Uh, if you charge a flat rate shipping, reveal your listing to see if your flat rate covers the price increases, which means if you're charging a flat rate of $4.99 for a t-shirt you're sending or selling, um, make sure that when you check the shipping, the new shipping increases from the postal service that it, it coincides. Like you don't want to, um, be overcharged for shipping when you're paying dollars 99, it's going to cost $5 and 50 cents to ship or something. Um, if, uh, let's see, where was I, you, uh, you may have to raise your flat rate charges to maintain your margins. Uh, as sellers who choose to include the cost of shipping in their prices by offering, uh, free shipping, uh, if you offer free shipping, reviews review your listings to see the prices can absorb the extra cost, or you should uh, if you should make adjustments. Uh, what they're saying is because you offer free shipping, you calculate whatever you're selling on your listing with the shipping. So if you're offering free shipping, and you're again, if you're selling a T-shirt for um, $19.99 you make sure you include that shipping cost into that price if it's a buy it now. So um, if you're actually wanting to get $15 out of that t-shirt, you know that five extra dollars is gonna go for that shipping. So if you wanna charge $20, if you wanna make $20 in that t-shirt, you charge, you know, your listing should be $23.99 or $24.99, you know, to absorb that that shipping cost for free shipping. Uh, As sellers who choose to include the uh, cost of shipping in their prices by offering uh, free shipping, I've already read that, sorry. Many sellers use third-party solution providers, which have published detailed guides on how to uh, USPS rate hikes will impact shippers. Uh, It goes on to say eBay also advised sellers to prepare for U.S. uh, Postal Service changes known as dimension weight uh, which is DIM weight that impact larger and lightweight packages. Uh, in November, the USPS postponed the changes of DIM weight until June 23rd, 2019. Uh, what is uh, dimension weight? I'm assuming it's um, box dimensions, but you know, I could be wrong. Uh, if you guys know what that, if anybody knows what that means out there, uh, I mentioned this in my Instagram or comments on my Instagram. DIM weight that impacts large or lightweight packages. I'm assuming it's box dimension, but I'm not sure. If anybody can correct me on that, go ahead. Uh, I, I, I'm just assuming that's what it means. But you know, USPS has that already on there for cubic shipping, but I wonder if they're doing it for everything that's being shipped out, even first class. Because first class, you don't have to put uh, dimensions on it. So... Uh, What's well, interesting to see? To see if it uh, what kind of, how high the the postage uh, service is going to charge now, or what, or what the increase is. So that's pretty much it for uh, the postal service. So be keep an eye out. Uh, January twenty seventh is when it takes effect. So everybody keep an eye out for that. Uh, next, up, which is actually kind of a messed up story. I found it uh, interesting. Uh, because it involves a UPS driver, All right. you guys might have heard of this already. Uh, it comes off of uh, W-A-F-F w-a-f-f.com. U.S. Postal driver stole packages and sold luxury items on eBay. Um, <laughs> this guy's mugshot is just like I don't give a fuck. That's basically what it looks like. Sorry to use that language. I don't use usually that language, but still, it's just like. I, it's that I don't care look. Uh, Louisville Kentucky detectives arrest a UPS driver who they suspect stole dozens of packages and some factory uh, inventory selling at least some of what he stole. Uh, Louisville police believe John King 38 may be involved in the theft of more than 60 packages from various victims according to one of his arrest citations. Um. What led officers to Keen was likely a shipment of custom luxury watches that disappeared. And this is how he got caught. The victim, a uh, Royal Air Force captain, told police he designed seven custom watches from a uh, Bremont watch company worth more than 45000 He never received the watches from UPS. So yeah, that would raise an eyebrow to me for spending that much money on some watches and they never arrived. Uh, the Bremont watch company identified the missing watches on the eBay account. A UPS detective found that the eBay seller was based in Louisville and worked for UPS (coughs) first. Sorry, (coughs) a UPS detective. I didn't know they had detectives. Are they loss prevention? I'm assuming it's loss prevention. That's just a fancy way of saying loss prevention. You know, just I work security at a casino. Everybody, you know, calls us security guards, in which I take offense to because I'm not a security guard. I'm not guarding anything, you know. We're security officers, but that's just. <laughs> sorry, I'm just going off track here. But UPS detective, I thought it was funny. Do they have like little UPS, you know, detective badges? Like yes, I'm with the UPS detectives. Here's my badge. Is it like brown badge? What kind of badge is it? That's funny. UPS detective. (laughs) i never even heard of a UPS detective. That's hilarious. Um, Anyway, (laughs) according to King's reverse report, he admitted to owning the eBay account and selling one of the watches for two Gs. Two Gs. He sold one of the watches. I put a story out last year of uh, a guy who was uh, selling, stealing medical equipment from hospitals and selling it on eBay, and he got caught. And my question was, the person who bought the watch for 2000 he's going to have to give that back. A cop has to go to his house and say, uh, excuse me, sir, that watch you bought off eBay? Yeah, for $2,000? Yeah, we're going to have to confiscate that. That's stolen item. So, I don't even know if he gets reimbursed for that. Maybe after investigations investigation is done, he'll get reimbursed? Who, who reimburses him? eBay? I'm assuming eBay takes responsibility for it. I'm not sure. Or is he just, you know, asked out $2,000? That's interesting. On January 8th, uh, officers ex- uh, executed a search warrant at Keene's home. They found multiple high-value, they put in quotes, multiple high-value electronics they believed to be stolen. The items were factory-sealed, police said, and showed no record of being purchased, which means he had no receipts. King's arrest report said police also discovered marijuana, Xanax bars, and a drug that appeared to be MDMA, along with scales. I don't know what MDMA is. Xanax bars? What's a Xanax bar? I know what Xanax is. Xanax bars? They put them in chocolate or something? That's weird. He, <laughs> I'm just being silly now. He was arrested early morning, January 9th. His report shows a subsequent arrest report dated January 11th. Detectives also found a package that had not been delivered to Keene's home. Instead, or inside the package were luxury perfumes, colognes, valued at nearly $1,700. Between both cases, the UPS driver faces two felony charges of receiving stolen property along with possessing and trafficking drugs. I wonder if that marijuana and and Xanax bars were packages being delivered. That's interesting. But uh, Keene is being held in the Dewey'sville Metro Department of Corrections on a $10,000 bond, which he can put up 10% of that to be released. So $10,000 bond, what is 10%? 1000 No. I don't know what that is. 10%? I'm really bad at math. <laughs> His arrest report states more charges will be filed in the future. Keen is due back in report February 12th. This guy's in serious trouble. Not only did he not deliver the packages, he took them home and try to sell them on eBay. Was he eating the Xanax bars when he thought of this? I mean, this this guy is a genius. Yeah, I'll never get caught because these things never got delivered. How do you get so many packages not delivered and people not complain about them? Yeah, they never got delivered. Oh well, which package is it? Oh yeah, Keen was supposed to deliver those. What's going on? Send in the USP, uh, USP detective get him on the case. But anyway, that's pretty much for uh eBay news. <laughs> oh god, I'm being dumb. All right. Let's go let's go on to uh eBay tip of the week. Time for eBay tips of the week. Um this is a new segment I'm doing. Um sort of a educational, you know, especially for new um, a lot of podcasts out there to give you a lot of information on what you should be selling or how to do this and how to do that. And um, Pure Hustle podcasts are really good at giving a lot of info on, you know, how to sell, ship, you know, how to price, stuff like that. They're really good at doing that. And they have an awesome podcast. If you're not listening to their podcast, give it a listen and their YouTube channel. Um, I've interviewed these guys on my podcast. They're, these guys are amazing. They're just. They put my podcast to shame. (laughs) Anyway, um, I got a couple of tips for you. Um, this is from personal experience and you know, and there's articles out there too. You guys can read. Um, one of them is price your item by reviewing similar listings. And I do this all the time. If you want your stuff to sell and you don't know how how to price it and you don't know what the worth is, especially if you're a new seller, um, eBay can, can help, uh, search eBay for the item you're selling, um, by a UPC code or ISBN number, which is a book or the name of the, uh, the item, which is true. I mean, this is pretty basic stuff. Um, if you have the eBay app on your phone, you don't even have to type in the codes. I mean, if there's something that's new in a box and you're not sure what it's worth and you're out thrifting, you know, hit that, um, uh, I can't think of it right now. <laughs> the little uh, camera icon on the app where you can scan. Scan. That's that's the word I was looking for. Um, scan. Scan the UPC code, or you can even scan uh, the picture of it, um, and it will come up similar listings. Um, scanning the barcode is probably the best way. Um, eBay's uh, image search is not the greatest image search. It's not like Amazon. Amazon's app is awesome. Um, Unless its item is rare, you should find prior listings on it. Uh, Scroll down the page, click on the checkbox on the left side, completed listings. Completed listings are comps. Now, if you see a lot of people on YouTube and Instagram, all the comps are great. Even I use the word a lot, comps, 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 comps. What is comps? Completed listings. Uh, That's what they mean. You can find that when you look at it and the sidebar, and you scroll down, and you hit the completed sold listings, and it tells you what sold, on what date, if it's selling a lot. And you know, over time, you'll get used to doing this when you're thrifting, and uh, after a while, you become an expert at it. Like The first thing you do is, is scan it, look up the listing, and look up completed solds. Um, any price in green indicates the item has sold, which is comps. Uh, price not in green shows a listing that finished, but when the item, uh, didn't sell, uh, check the sold listings box, you'll see that sold at a specific price. So you'll see the, uh, the sold comps, what sold, like I said, what sold, how much, what date. So you'll know that if you pick up this, um, I don't know, let's say, let's say Funko, you found a Funko toy at a thrift store and you want to know what it's going for. And it's still in the box scan the uh, the barcode and look up the completed listings. And if it's selling consistently and the price is right and, and it's going to make a good profit on it, then, then you pick it up, you know, and that's how you thrift. You know, that's how, uh, you know, what's what we do. Resellers do. We find stuff like that. Um, by the def- uh, next tip is a uh, wait for free listing offers. So if you don't have a, a store yet, and you eBay and you're just starting, uh, by default, uh, as soon as you sign up for eBay, eBay gives you 50 free listings a month, which means you don't have to list 50 items and then eBay is going to cut you off. It just means there's no insertion fees. When you list the first, uh, 50 items or 50 items a month. So if you go past 50 and you don't have an eBay store or anchor store, Um, they charge you an insertion fee. I think it's like 25 cents or 35 cents like that after the 50 listings, which isn't that much, but if you want to stop at 50, you can go ahead and stop and, and wait for the next month for your, um, next 50 free listings. But as long as you don't, uh, tack on certain options, such as reserve price, you don't have to pay anything to list the item, which is, you know, a free listing. What happens if you're used up your free listings for the month, but you have more items to sell? Don't give up. eBay tries to encourage selling by offering promotions that guarantee a certain number of free listings for a specific period of time. eBay eBay does this constantly, and I get it constantly in my store. I'll get. I have a basic eBay store. And once in a while, eBay will uh, send me some stuff saying get 250 more free listings for, you know, two more weeks and all you had to do is hit the activate button and you activate it. But, uh, you know, they encourage you to, they do this to encourage you to list more and the more you list, you know, consistent listing will give you consistent views and you'll end up selling your stuff. You know, you do your research, um, uh, send, to sellers as messages from eBay. Um, oh, that's that they're talking about the the promotions. Uh, promotions can offer as many as hundred free listing. I have a basic store, so I pay uh, 1995 a month, which is two hundred and fifty free listings a month. Sometimes with special conditions such as auction only sales, which is true. Um, a lot of them are buy it now only or specific categories or something like that, they'll offer, you know, half off uh, um, final value fees. Uh, check your eBay messages before you pay for listings to see if you receive one of those promos. So so if you're still uh, going past 50 and you're paying like 25, I don't know, 25, 35 cents for uh, insertion fee, check your messages to see if uh, eBay is offering you more free listings. Take advantage of those. So keep an eye out for those. So, you know, the more you can save money on, on the listings, the better. So you don't have to pay extra insertion fees for those. But uh, that's pretty much it for uh, tips of the week. I uh, hope this helps. Uh, if you got any questions or anything like that, message me on my Instagram. My Instagram is Hustlers. sin underscore city underscore hustlers. Go ahead and DM me or leave a comment on my uh, one of my pictures or whatever. I'm always picking taking pictures of all my packages. That's just my trend lately. But uh, that's it for eBay tip of the week. Again, I wanna thank Jotaro. Uh Instagram handle is hustleheadnation. You can uh, look him up on Instagram. Follow his journey, his story as a reseller. Um, follow his YouTube channel. He does not have a name for it, so I guess it'd be pretty hard to find his YouTube channel. But I think he has a link to it on his Instagram. So if you follow him on his Instagram, click on the link. I think he has one YouTube video out um, and he has another one coming out soon. Um, he does have a Twitter account. If you have Twitter, I don't have Twitter. Um, I just have Instagram, but uh, I think it's under the same name. I could be wrong, but um, Hustlehead Nation, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jataro, on my Instagram. And uh, thank you guys out there for listening to the show. Uh, I appreciate it. I'm going to try to get these podcasts out more consistently and try to get you guys back into listening to this podcast. Cause I appreciate everybody who's listened to it, download it, whatever. Um, just, I don't charge for the downloads. It's a free podcast. I don't monetize. Um, but, uh, thank you guys. I mean, this podcast, since I've started, it has been downloaded over 8,000 times, which is amazing. I look at the at, at that stuff all the time and it, they're telling I pop up my podcast logistics. it It's amazing how many people downloaded this. But uh, thank everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Um, again, you can find me on Instagram, Sin City Hustlers, Sin underscore, City underscore Hustlers. Look me up. Give me a comment on the show. Anything you want to talk about, let me know. Um, and uh, any shout outs, any shout outs. If you guys want a shout-out on this podcast, uh, comment or leave me a message uh, or DM me. I'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. It just lets me know that you guys are listening and you guys uh, you know, really like the show. So give me a DM. Thank you, guys. I'll see you guys next week. And keep on hustling.